Coming to you live from the most landlocked county in Ireland. It's the Park Piles Podcast. It's your hosts, Peter, Donna Marie, and Maeve. Let's go fishing for gossip. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's Port Pals podcast. A little bit of a little bit of a lineup change this week. There's, a, there's only two of us this week, Donna Marie. Hi. Yes, there's only two of us. Maeve is busy. She has work. She's on night. So yeah. we are holding the fort. Yeah, this this working outside of the home for a living doesn't really doesn't really do it for me anymore. I have to say it's it's not it's good. Like working from home, you can just do whatever you want when you want. Yeah, it interferes with vanity projects such as your own podcast, you know, like <laughs> so speaking of speaking of vanity, I think we should uh jump straight into below deck. Bunny week this week. Listen, this is the episode we've all been waiting for. Since the trailer was released, this is it. And for me, it did not disappoint. Let's talk about Gary, type of Gary that we're seeing this year. Is this the way he's always been and we just haven't noticed? Or is this a whole new Gary? I don't know because like, look, as you know, and anyone that listens knows, I see a difference in Gary this year. He is a little bit of a creep. We've talked about it. Is it his age? Is it too much? And then the other side of the coin is, well, hang on a minute, our production just putting this out there. This is what they want us to see from Gary this season. So during the week there, I did a little bit of a, a deep dive like I went down the rabbit hole to see what other people's opinions were and my god we are not alone in thinking that Gary is coming across as a seedy creepy 33 year old man I found out his age by the way so, yeah, that fucker has a head that's worn out two bodies fucking 33 people are going in hard on him I mean I saw one comment where they were talking about his beer belly and I was like oh my god I yeah. didn't mention that at the start that he wasn't in the same nick that he normally is everybody is thinking it everybody is of the same opinion and I think he knows it. I mean, he put a post up during the week of him walking with his long hair and all that and made a comment like, you know, for the haters and all that. And I think he's obviously reading this shit and seeing what people's opinion of him. I don't know whether this is who he is and he was never portrayed to us in this way. Editing always worked in his favour. And you've got his usual, you know, storyline is he's got two women on the go. This season, Daisy's not here for it. She's not seeing it. And then you have Mads, who is fuck-girling the fuckboy. Absolutely. She is playing him at his own game. Like a fiddle. I put a poll up last night on uh, Instagram and majority ruled that she is playing him like a fiddle. She walked into him with her eyes wide open. And he is getting a taste of his own medicine. So, you know, there's that other side that we're seeing, that little jealous Gary that we've never saw. It's always been the girls that have been jealous over Gary. Colin Colin said it best. We have a stage five clinger here. He really like, is. He really, really is. He's the absolute smell of desperation. It's the, the only thing I'd say that smells worse is the hair is because it's absolutely dripping from him at this stage. <laughs> 
he is not used to this. He is not used to Mads. He's not used to girls like Mads, like just not giving a fuck. She's not hanging on his every word. She uses him when it suits her. She gets a few drinks and she's like, all right, I'll use him. Like, have you seen her there in the room with him last week? I mean, I'm fully expecting next week's episodes to have her just, you know, meh. And getting on with it. She's not interested in Chase. Nobody is. Like, I mean, let's face it, Chase. I'm sorry, but like, unless Glenn offers it up to you, you ain't getting none this season, kid. It's just not fucking happening. We love you, but you know, you're going dry. She could get involved. Like, I mean, she likes Alex. You know, she she fancies Alex. However, the old protection mechanism gets in. She's gone for the sort of, you know, the easy option. The one that's going to give her the least amount of hassle over the course of the season. I don't know. It could be a case of she walked in there and she got drunk. She kissed Gary. And now she finds herself in a situation where she's like, well, for fuck's sake, I can't come out, come across as the bleeding boat slut. So I'm just going to have to stick with Granda over here. So him being treated the way he has treated so many stews in the past. Let's be honest. But as the season goes on, I mean, I look, I love Gary. I've always loved Gary. I've always but this season, I don't know, we're just seeing this little bit of a crossover where he's just not funny, cheeky, chappy anymore. He's just a little bit seedy and it's getting a bit creepy. Just as you say that, I absolutely don't find him funny at all this year. And I've always liked that, really like Gary, because let's face it, Peter Pan style characters always fucking resonate well with me. Like the likes of Gary... Kyle, these guys sing to me because this is who I was up to a couple of years ago. <laughs> Fucking, you know, 40 years of age, Peter Pan trying to grow up. Gary has kind of hit that stage where he's bypassed that now and he's no longer that jovial, funny, and it's 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 starting to get dirty now. And I don't mean in a in a good, you know, in a sort of sexual way, because we see what happens with the whole chase and uh Alex. Saga, yeah, the, the cleaning of the boat. I went into this season, you know, with my usual talking about the dynamic between Glenn, Daisy, Colin, and Gary, and how I love this crew and I don't ever want them to stop. I don't know if I'm going to come out this season like that. I think I'm leaning towards a bit of a shake up in that dynamic in the next season. I don't know, we'll see where we end up. But yeah, onto the fact that he literally took a wooden spoon out of his ass and shit stored his way between the two deckhands. He blatantly lied. Like, I mean, he actually lied. Whatever about betraying the fact that one of your underlings, like you're a management role, you're the number two on the boat, as he loves to remind everyone now, which I've never seen him do before. Yeah. He was approached by one of his underlings who said, look, you know, this wasn't fucking me. The place is in bits. I want you to know that this is the way it was left because I'm not taking shit for it. And, but that's all I want. Like, I'll go and have a chat with Alex. And Gary was like, no, I'll deal with it because I'm management. And then he had a problem with that as well, which I thought was a bit kind of, well, hang on a fucking second. Chase wants to deal with it and let the two deck hands sort it out between themselves which I yeah. thought was probably a better option because Gary's not going to go tearing into somebody anyway. Yeah. And instead, Gary decided he was going to deal with it. But instead of just saying to Alex, right, look, kid, I checked it out this morning. The boat was in shite. It was perfectly obvious. You did nothing. He said that Chase was complaining 
and you know eight in the back of him which he wasn't if he'd have sat back and allowed Chase to say it to Alex it would have been a two second conversation between the two of them it would have gone a hell of a lot smoother than it did other guys have preferred they sort it out amongst themselves maybe just maybe the fact that this year on Sailing Yacht you've got two deckhands and you've got two stools who are really really getting along I mean, Lucy and Mads and Daisy are just really glued together. It's a well-oiled machine with the three of them. There's no cattiness, no bitchy. And then you've got the chef who gets along with everybody. It's and a very then different got, vibe to other chefs. Very yeah. different vibe. And then you've got the two deckhands who really are getting along together. They're building a friendship. You can see it on screen. And maybe he just doesn't like that. Maybe he doesn't know where he fits into such a good non-dramatic bone so he just has to go around causing it slotting himself in as the villain because let's and face he it he did it for the, the whole does... episode he did it with the deckies he did it with the girls versus the boys on the bus he literally went around there causing shit with everybody the boat is very harmonious in general this year like any friction there has been has been between management it's between Gary, Colin, Daisy and Glenn. And it's been to do very much with boat stuff, very much with what's been going on um, mm. during charters and stuff like that, centered around, you know, the tip meetings. Mm. The two girls, the two stews, we've never seen stews. Any of them get on the way this team is getting on. There's always a point of contention. There's always friction. Last year, it was the whole second stew versus third stew thing. It went on forever. And it was yeah. just consistently there. There's nothing this year. The two girls are just helping each other out, bouncing off each other, having the crack like that. The two lads seem to be getting on fine. No dissension in the deck. So we needed a villain. And Gary has obviously decided that He's, he's going to be, be, he's going to play the villain this year. He's going to be yeah. the actual villain. That's not him at all. He's just pure evil this year. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not feeling Gary this year. I really am. not so we'll see how the rest of the season goes. I mean, drama now to unfold when he finds out that Colin and Daisy were together and to see how his reaction is. The way he's going on with Mads, I mean, if he gets jealous over Daisy, what the fuck? Like? And did you see a little comment he made in the bus about Daisy was looking at me like I cheated on her? when he kissed Mads in the bus. You know, like, make up your mind, Gary. You either want to yeah. stay and focus on Mads or you don't. You still want to pursue Daisy. Make up your fucking mind. Yeah, I, I think it's pretty clear Gary still has feelings for Daisy. And I have to say, like, uh, kudos to Alex. Like, the way he's dealing with the whole Mads thing. Like, he's just, I'm just going to take a step back. I don't care. I like that. I like that. Fair play to him. He no, is yeah. smart enough to understand that there's a game being played. There's, a, yeah. there's another dynamic and he's just not having a bar of it. I, I do. I like the fact that it's like no reaction is the best reaction. I hear the rumour that Alex is on the next season of Winterhouse. Man, I swear to God, if everybody that I've heard was on Winterhouse is actually on Winterhouse, they're going to need a bigger fucking house because there's been so many different mm. people if I heard Alex, Malia, and Kate, Katie, Flood, but yeah, so back to Alex. I mean, fair play to him. Fair play to him for not reacting and not doing what Gary hoped he would do, 
Oh, yeah, moving on to Chase. Chase did not have a good week this week with the ladies. Listen, Chase never has a good week with the ladies, but this week he pissed them off. He really pissed them off. Now, look, I like Chase. I do like him. I do think he's a fun guy. And what I saw this week from Chase was he had a few too many drinks. He gets loud when he's got some drink on him. You know, I do the same. I get really loud with a few drinks on me. But he got really loud and he just became a bit of a boy. I hope he gets up, wakes up sober and apologizes. I'm like, sorry, I was a douchebag. I'm sorry. And then they can all just move on and be happy. But that's all I saw. I didn't see any malice. I didn't see any like, you know, he's got this nasty, horrible side to him. I just didn't. I just saw somebody who got drunk and instead of being a man, just became a boy for a few minutes and made some rude comments that he shouldn't have made. Who wouldn't want to do uh, boo blues from them tig bitties? <laughs> that, that was good. I fucking fell around when he said that. Tig bitties. I've never tig, heard that before. No, tig, tig bitties. Tig bitties is definitely a new one. But boo blues is like, look, I know what that, I know what it is. I have never heard it called that before. But I, yeah, <laughs> may if watch out because if I'm coming towards you with a shot glass, <laughs> you know what's happening next. But I'm telling you, like, I just didn't see any malice. He was just annoying. And Lucy put him in his place quick enough. Yeah, like, come on. There has to be an element of know your audience. Mm. And Lucy is the absolute last person you should be doing that to. 100%. And like that, like, I'm a girl. I've been there. We've been out with gangs of boys who think there's nothing. They think they're funny. By making those types of comments, they think the lads are going to love it or they're funny. It's just really fucking annoying. Like, especially, if you know, if you're not drunk and you're sober, if somebody who is drunk becomes really annoying really fucking quickly. Like, like he started the night out hot. He he was hot on the boat. He was fired up. He was like a rocket, ready to go. I don't know what he was drinking on the boat or what he was doing, but he was ready. He was fired up and it was only ever going to end in disaster. I think that's it with Chase, is it? Like, he had a bit of a shitty week. Hopefully he gets up and apologises. What did you think of Lucy's reaction? Now, look, I get that you get pissed off and that he's obviously very annoying. Did you think it was proportionate or did you think she made, you know, that she blew up a bit too much, that there might have been a little bit of frustration there? I have no doubt that she had been listening to that shit like that for a couple of hours, you know, or a couple of chairs. Like, there's parts we don't see. But no, look, as a girl, there is nothing worse than sitting at a table where a man seizes an opportunity to impress other men by commenting on a woman's body parts. And Lucy, since day one, has shown us that she is a self-respecting woman. I've said this since day one. She ain't getting with no man because our man slapped the head off her. You know, and that's the way, that's who she is. She's not going to do anything to embarrass herself or put herself out there in any type of way. She's a self-respecting woman. She had enough. She lost the rag. And in my opinion, I would have done the exact same thing. But like that, she's also the type of woman who will get over it. 
should draw a line under it and move on. Yeah, that's fair. Like, I didn't have a strong opinion when I saw it. I didn't really think much either way. It was just, it was what it was. It was a reaction. Let's move on to the the, the story of the week, shall we say. The, the thing that's been building up since, since day one that everybody's been waiting for. We got the kiss. And I'm saying the kiss because there's not a fucking hope that that was the first kiss between the two of them. There is no way that was the first kiss. No one could convince me that that was the first kiss. I mean, the passion, the sexual tension in that kiss, there is no way it was their first. There was no build up to it. If that was their first kiss, we would have seen that sexual tension bubbling and it came out of nowhere. I mean, there was no even camera there. In my mind, they were walking back up that stairs and he reached out and grabbed her and that was that. That ain't the first time they've done that. No way. And it really, really shines a light on that moment between the two of them when he was lying down fixing something and she was over talking to him and she was saying, oh, I'm not going to get with anyone. And he was like, I'm not going to get with anyone either. And it was like, when you look back at it now, it was almost like this sort of uh, understanding that they were coming to in the moment that it was like, okay, we've said we're not going to show that we're together but let's just make sure that, you know, we're not doing it with anyone else. Yeah. And then like that, he just reached a point. He was, whether it was a few drinks or whatever, he was like, oh, fuck it, I don't care. And he grabbed her and that was that. And straight away, another another major red flag for the fact that this wasn't the first time was the fact that they kissed and they're straight to the bed. Yeah, straight to the bed. And like, Mads, do you mind leaving? <laughs> Yeah, Mads, get out, get out, go down there. You've got an old man down there, slip my bluey and get him gone, rev him up there and, you know, do what you want with him for the night. But you ain't staying in here because, you know, those two oldies are getting our groove on here. I was just a little bit saddened then because a follower reached out to us during the week and told us that they don't follow each other on Instagram anymore. Like what's happening? I really, really was rooting for below deck weddings, below deck babies. I wanted it all to happen. And now to think that, well, there's a little bit of a falling out somewhere along the line, whether it's in the season or we hear about it at the reunion, I don't know. I'm a little bit sad about it all. Well, I think it all came to light because he didn't wish Daisy a happy birthday the other day. Do we even know where he is at the moment? He's in the French... Polynesia. Okay. It's not the it's not going to be the fairy tale ending that most uh fans were looking for. And mm-hmm. it'll be just interesting to see do we see a play out in the rest of the season. How many charges have they done? Four. So they're still talking early days. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing how it all plays out now um with the three amigos. <laughs> Yeah, well, look, I think I would have had for Gary going into the season about seeing Colin and Daisy hook up. It's gone out the fucking window after, you know, this week where he's like pulling Mads out and telling her not to be holding Alex's hand and all that. Like, I mean, you're and talking about being a jealous guy. You, in my eyes, are pursuing Mads now. So you ain't got the right to be pissed off about Daisy going off and doing her own thing. No. And like, how fucking sensitive is his boner? Like a couple of lads run into the room <laughs> and then he kicks them out. 
<laughs> you were naked in the bed. There's no, you could walk a marching band through the room and it wouldn't kill the boner for fuck's sake. Like seriously, dude, come on. Oh, stop. But yeah, so just let's just see how it all plays out now. Let's move on. Martha's Vineyard. Martha's Vineyard. So okay. I'm really invested in this season now. Are you like? I absolutely love this show. This yeah. is this is everything that Summer House should have been, but wasn't this year. It's yeah. fire. The mix of characters, the different personalities, the backstories, the fucking craziness that's going on in this house is incredible. So right, let's start off with Nick. I want to start off with Nick. I mean. Yeah, this he came weird. to this house, this smooth, you know, fashionable guy. And as far as we knew, he was single and he was jumping into the DMs of all the other females. And then all of a sudden, he's got a girlfriend. And I'm not talking a few months. I'm talking like an 18-month-long relationship. You know, would I be okay with him sliding into people's DMs? Absolutely not. I'd love to know if they're still together now. And when he got called out at the table, he literally did not know what to say. He did not know where to start. He was caught. It's just so crazy. Like, even his friends did not know. Alex did not know that he was in this relationship that seriously for the last 18 months. He knew there was a girl, but he didn't know it went as deep as it did. Like, I mean, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, I mean, is he one of these that, you know... He cares more about how he looks like and, you know, is a little bit ashamed of the relationship. So I don't know. It's weird as fuck. Like for a man his age, it's like, have you not learned any lessons in life? Like, you know, well, like, I mean, what's what's to be ashamed of? Like, I mean, unless she rolls in and she looks like something from fucking Big Mama's house. What's the fucking what's going to be the issue? Like, why? Or maybe he just wanted to portray himself as this single guy in order to bag another season. I don't know. We don't have the answers. This is something that Andy is going to have to ask him and hold him accountable for at the reunion. Can I just say, and it's it's kind of refreshing with the cast, and it's, but I'm not sure that the majority of them actually realised the impacts that this show was going to have that them being on TV, how much of a difference that that was actually going to make. I think in Nick's head, he probably assumed he could do all this. This would all happen. He'd go on the show and portray himself this way. And that would be fine. Without remembering, this is going to be on fucking TV, kid. Everybody's going to see this. What they don't realize is they are literally selling their souls to Bravo. And it's access all areas. You know, it's your you, your family, your girlfriend, your kids, your work life. Everything is exposed by fans and on social media. You sell your soul. I don't know whether you saw the tweet I responded to yesterday from Jasmine. And Jasmine turned around and she, she was basically shocked. And she was like, oh, my God, it's a television show. And I basically reminded her that it might be a television show in your head. But you don't realise how seriously people that get invested in these shows actually yeah. are about them. 
People yeah. are invested. They're invested in you. They're invested in your life. They're invested in the storyline. They're invested in everything. And they will dig the shit up on you. They will throw the mud at you. They will call your shit out. And that is what you sign up for. Yeah. And if you, and I'm sorry. You look at the Sandoval situation to see some of the Bravo fans are just mad. They're out there like, and they will, they're ride or die. To you, yeah, it's just a reality TV show. But to, to Bravo fans, it's not. It's not. Like, as much as I like the drama, I also love to call people out on their lies and yeah, root for the underdog and all. You know, I, I really, I do. I get invested. Bye now. I, you know, I really liked him at the start. Now I'm like, oh God, he's just another foot boy. It's just, yeah. it's just coming across as very, very shady. And I think what has happened is just gonna, it's gonna hang over him now for the rest of the season. Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna assume, I haven't checked, but I'm gonna assume there's only 10 episodes of this. Yeah. Cause like they're halfway through it, even on the show, like they've been there for a week now. So, yeah. So that that brings us into the next part. Being there for a week, that seemed to be an issue this week. Oh, with Bria's boyfriend. Poor old Simon. He's going to fly all the way from Germany. And despite the fact... Now, look, can I just say, I don't know what I think of Bria. I, I do think there's a little bit something going on there that's probably not... She could do with getting a screwdriver out and tightening a few of the bolts. But... She did ask in the she first did. episode that he's yeah. coming. It's a long trip. He's going to be here for the last week. Yeah. And they said, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Now, all of a sudden, it's a fucking it's a issue. Yeah. Look, I think them two would have an issue with fucking anything at this stage. They never stop. For starters... They all seem to know he was coming for a week and had an issue with it at this point, but yet we're coming in to her as if we didn't know he was coming for a week. Yeah. Like, how did you find out? If you didn't know, how did you suddenly find out? And when did you all sit down and have this conversation? Because I think that's a conversation we might like to have seen on the TV. Yeah, you see, and the other side of the coin is, you know, she is a, a, a rookie, Jasmine, and she will learn very, very quickly. I'm sure she's already learned it. That production always come with receipts. You know, our production oh, told yeah. her. <laughs> but she still fucking denied it. It was there in front of her and she was still like, no, nah, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. I wouldn't have thought any less of her if she'd have turned around and said, well, look, do you know what? She was partly responsible for Phil coming into the house and Phil got kicked out. And as a result, and you were also partly responsible for Mariah getting, actually you were wholly responsible for my friend Mariah getting kicked out. Now it's time to kind of turn things on our heads. Look, Jasmine needs to get it into our head. She's a fucking villain. Play yeah. the villain. You're, you've been cast as a villain. You cast yourself in that the first moment you started crying about the fucking dog. Play yeah. the role or get the fuck out of the show. Because exactly. you can't try and be Mrs. No, that's not gonna wash. You're not gonna, it's not people aren't gonna stand for that shit. Accept the role and say, Yeah, too fucking right. I saw an opportunity to, to say, Well, fuck you. My best friend had to go home. Your fella's only staying for three days. And the reason I think they're doing it is because they know 
that she's not going to stay in that house for four days without her fella when he's in the country considering he's come from Germany. This is all a ploy to get Bria out yeah. of house. And you're seeing her like at the end of the episode packing her bags. I hope she doesn't leave. Like it, it's it's actually getting like Survivor now. Maybe like, that's the problem. Maybe uh, Jasmine and Silas are enjoying being the house couple, the marriage couple. I really don't like this idea of we're the hosts. Yeah, me neither. No matter. It's that. a. I think it's a bad dynamic. If you hark back to season one of Summer House, mm-hmm. and you had. The names on the, it was the names on the lease, the renters. And there was the small crew of the people that were actually the housemates for the year. And that was fucking Wazowski bleeding twins fucking standing around, flicking their hair everywhere and fucking annoying everyone. It, at least it was a group. They lied from, from the minute she was on screen, banging on about always being down at Martha's, Martha's Vineyard. That was a lie. You know, Mariah let us know that was her second time down at the down at Martha's Vineyard. Like, so we we're on to her since episode one, I think. Let's we can't talk about Jasmine without talking about fucking Silas, the fucking control walking freak. Red flag. He is a like, walking red flag. I swear, how somebody hasn't fucking hit him with a chair at this point? The exercise routine, and they're all out and they're doing their fucking exercises, and Preston decides. He's going to have a little break because let's face it, Preston, I'm sure will be the first to admit he is not in the same shape that everybody else is. It's the embarrassing him that gets me. I don't like that because as he said, everybody's of a different level of the, with their fitness. So don't embarrass someone, encourage them. You're not going to get them to do anything by humiliating them or putting them down in front of other people. I want an honest effort from you. What are you fucking grading him? What's he joining the military? An honest effort. I'll give you an honest effort here, right there, right sitting at you, <laughs> fucking prick. I swear, if if I was in his company now, he'd 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 have swallowed one already because yeah. what an absolute dickhead he I don't really think is. Black group holidays at all, do you? Our we wouldn't be fucking ho- exercising on our group holidays anyway. <laughs> Listen, the only fucking exercise we do on a group holiday, especially when we're in the likes of Vegas, is running our ass down to fucking Caesars and getting some slices of Cheesecake Factory and getting our asses back to the room before it fucking melts. That shit, that's that's more like fucking fear factor. Do you ever try and bring back a slice of of cheesecake in 40 degree weather without it melting? I'm telling you, there's a fucking challenge. I love it. The only weights we do is lifting up them big fucking fat Tuesdays, slushies, timeouts. The heaviest thing I lift on a holiday is Walmart shopping. <laughs> and I didn't even do that the last time I was in Vegas because I had to get the fucking hotel valets to bring it up in a trolley because it was so damn much of it. Yes, people, we are Walmart oh, people. God. That's it. We're out there. We don't live in trailers, but we are fucking Walmart people. We I'm do not... Fine. A few weeks ago, when we were in New York, we went to um, Walmart. We rented a car, drove over to New Jersey, went to Walmart, came back, and we had to get the fucking valet trolley out and put all the Walmart bags hanging off it. Listen, we drop four. We go into Walmart at the start of our holiday and easily, easily drop four figures. Like the, we, <laughs> between us all, me and Maeve went to Vegas. We did two trips to Walmart. We dropped seven fifty and three eighty. On the two trips. 
That's over a grand in fucking Walmart and we're in Vegas. Yeah. Now, people might ask what we bought. Well, you know, I couldn't fucking tell you. <laughs> it's that simple. I couldn't fucking tell you. But we spent a lot of money there. You come out with all sorts. You just come out with everything. The first time me and Ken went in, we spent $860. What did you think of the new guests? Yeah. Undecided. I don't know how I feel about them. We, we'll have to give them a look. There was an awful lot of drama with the originals, so we'll, uh, we'll yeah. give them a week or two to settle in. Yeah, they kind of came in. Now, one, one thing I will say, she did not look like she was going to take any shit. Like, the whole question mark over, you know, being part of the alpha and the whole games and stuff like that. And she was straight on that shit, like, basically yeah. saying, yeah, you just, you know, it's an anti-women thing. Which I sat back and went, well, that fits right in with fucking Silas's MO. Because yeah. He's definitely a misogynist. A hundred percent. Silas 100%. definitely believes women should be in the kitchen and the home and nowhere else. No question about it. I don't think there was much else. I think that was pretty much it. Like it, we saw it finishing off and obviously there's going to be an issue between the whole Bria and Silas. There's a lot to come there next week. And I think that story probably plays out a lot better next week. So probably best to just deal with it all in one go, because I I have a feeling we're going to be doing an awful lot of talking about Martha's Vineyard next week. So yeah, Yeah. that that could be it for this week, pal. That that could be it. That's it. Other Bravo news. I mean, look, for Bravo fans, it's a big week. We've had to buckle up. We've had to settle in. It is a big week. We have the New Jersey reunion, part one. We've had Summer House reunion, part one. And we have Vanderpump reunion, part two. It's a big week. Look, I'm not a Vanderpump fan, as as people know. I've said this. This is not a Bravo show that I watch. Was that, that reunion was on last night, yeah? No, it is Wednesday night in America. Ah, okay. Okay. I was wondering because I wasn't sure what the schedule was and I was looking at Twitter and like, even I'm interested to see what Lisa's fucking news is. Although look, I think we can all like, I mean, there's, there's only two realistic answers at this point. One, she knew and, or two, that she's moving to Vegas and the show is going with her. So I don't know. What they're the only them. two options. I really don't. I seen one the other day saying that Lisa Vanderpump had slept with fucking Sandoval. I was like, oh, stop. I just can't. I can't deal oh with it. Oh, my her. God. Kingpin. <laughs> Kingpin. <laughs> yeah. I've got to wait to pay your rent, boy. <laughs> we just have to wait and find out because at this stage, this shit's been going on since March. I mean, Sandoval broke in March. See what happens. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm ready to move on now. Um, let's go. Let's do it. Move on. Yeah. So speaking of moving on, I think we'll uh, we'll we'll call it a day. Yeah. So I'm gonna steal Maeve's part and tell you to get on social, get on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, like, subscribe, follow, hit us up, and we will catch you all next week. Bye. Bye.